Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Black Belt Selling with Stephanie and Anna Scheller. I'm Anna. And I'm Stephanie. We are a mother-daughter team who are passionate about taking you to the next level, helping you make more money through sales training and coaching. On Black Belt Selling, we share content and we interview experts to help you kick through those obstacles that are keeping you from reaching the next level. You can learn more about us by joining our Facebook group at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Black Belt Selling. That's www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Black Belt Selling. And today we are going to talk about a subject that is very near and dear to my heart ever since I stepped into the dojo to start training for my black belt. You know, Stephanie, I found that the training for black belt was so incredibly powerful to me that I knew as I was going through that training that I wanted to help other people cultivate those traits so that they could not necessarily become black belts in the martial arts, but really become black belts in life and black belts in business. And because you and I teach people how to make more money through sales and sales training, I am especially passionate about helping people cultivate set what I believe are seven keys to master sales, to become a black belt in sales. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm excited about the chance to talk about these. I, I literally just did a training yesterday on the mindsets of a sales champion, and I think this falls right in line because, you know, sales is first and foremost about mindset. If you have the wrong mindset, I mean, I'm living proof of that, right? As soon as my mindset fell out of, uh, out of touch with the rest of it, I suddenly found myself struggling, really, really struggling. I mean, I was closing deal, closing deal, hit the, uh, hit the mindset issue, and I closed nothing for six weeks. So, you know, I can, I can speak firsthand about how important it is to develop the right mindset to put you in charge of your sales. And, you know, this first one, Mama, I love with, I love this first one, because this first one, is one of my core values. It's something that's very near and dear to my heart, and it's the idea of the indomitable spirit. Yeah. You know, I think um, so many people will get into sales, and they get into sales with the idea, well, I know I can make a lot of money, and after all, how hard can sales be? I know how to talk people into getting what I want them into doing what I want. But sales true sales is so much more than that. And when they hit through the first month and they aren't making quota and they get to the second month and they're barely making quota, it's very easy and it's very tempting to give up. 
And yet one of my absolute favorite stories, of course, this guy is a, uh, he's near and dear to my heart because he's Italian, but it's the story of Louis Zamperini. And Louis Zamperini was a, an aviator in World War II. Before he went into the military, he actually participated in the Olympics and Adolf Hitler wanted to meet him because he was so extraordinary. But it took a lot of training to get there. And the one thing his training taught him, similar to how our training has taught us, the one thing his training taught him was how to keep going no matter what, which is the indomitable spirit. He used that training to endure a Japanese concentration camp, even though he was very badly treated, even though there were people around him who were dying. He knew he simply could not give up, that if he would just stick with it, that he could win over the Japanese captors. And, of course, he did. And yet, and so sales, Stephanie, is so much it can be as hard as, well, maybe not as hard as a, a Japanese concentration camp, but it can be seemingly impossible to win at sales. And mm-hmm. having that indomitable spirit is so important because it's the trials, it's the adversity, it's the challenges that you face to get your message out to the world to reach people with your product or service. If it was easy, the fact of the matter is everybody would be doing it. But our listeners are not typical people because they're in sales. They know the value of sales, and they're listening because they also know how important it is to never give up. Absolutely. You know, this concept, you know, they – the difference between the people who make it, the people who succeed, and the people who don't, really there's two, there's two big differences. One is implementation, and the other is commitment and this, this never-give-up attitude. See, there, I believe there is always a solution if you want there to be one, and that's the challenge we run into. I talk mm-hmm. to people all the time who want me to come up with a solution for them. Trust me, I can find a solution for almost any problem you're going to bring to me. The problem is whether or not you want to implement it or if you've already given up. And that's where we see a lot of challenges. That's where we see people have already given up mentally before they even remotely start to improve their situation. You have to commit right now. If you want to be successful in sales, it is a challenge. All right? It's not, it's not a concentration camp. But you know what? Sometimes it feels like we are being put through unfair circumstances. Just like just like the guys in the concentration camp. That was not, you know, what happened. You know, we're not going to make this political, but, you know, it can feel the same way. Why am I having to deal with this? Why me? Why is this so hard? Why do I have to work so hard at this? And the the truth of the matter is it's all going to come down to Your approach, if you want to get out of what you're currently facing, you're going to have to make a decision to get out of it and hold yourself to it because you've you've now started, if you're in the middle of this, you've started to develop a habit. 
And you're going to have to make a decision to break that habit, to get yourself out of it, to keep your head up above the water. And it's going to take a little while, but the more you grow, the more you're going to be able to handle the challenges that come your way. I don't want to get too caught up because we have quite a few of these to go through, actually, right? So um, I'd love to talk about the, the next concept that is a key to develop the mindset to master sales. Mom, why don't you take it away? The key here is visualization. And, um, you know, visualization has kind of got some woo-woo tones to it, but the, really the fact is, again, getting back to my first black belt experience when I was training, I remember coming home extremely frustrated because, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't have the skill set of other people that were in the class. I wasn't as young. I wasn't as fast. I wasn't as um, athletic as a lot of the other people were. And so um, it was hard for me to imagine doing things right. It was hard for me to imagine the perfect sidekick, the perfect spin kicks. Why? Because I based what what I could see based on what I'd already done. And so one day, it was your dad, actually, who told me, he said, you have to see yourself doing it right every time. And if you don't do it the way you see it, you still envision it doing it right, the right way, every time. And Mm -hmm. I I honestly felt the difference because when I was on the floor and I could close my eyes, I mean, I don't recommend doing that when you're kicking obviously because you have to keep your eyes on the target which we'll talk about here in a little bit but I remember when I'm in the ready position and I'm visualizing perfect kicks and I have to tell you the kicks improved dramatically and there have actually been studies done Stephanie where they've um, done studies of groups with basketball throws so one group was just they they were just told they're going to do a couple of tests. They weren't going to practice basketball throws um, in between. They were going to do one set, and then they were going to test them a few days later on another set. There was another set. There was another group that was they took like a baseline, like the first group, and then they told them practice. So they were supposed to practice, 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 practice until the next time they were tested. The third group was, again, they they took a baseline, but this group was told, visualize making the perfect throw. Visualize it. Think about it. Matter of fact, they were told not to practice at all. They were just told to visualize it. And the interesting thing, Stephanie, is that the people who visualized actually did about 20% better people who practiced who, of course, did better than the people who did nothing. So visualization Uh is extremely powerful, powerful technique to help you achieve more and close more sales. If you think about how the perfect sale goes, you know, Stephanie, even if there's bumps in the road in your sale because you've already envisioned a successful end, those little challenges that can come up in a sales presentation, they don't tend to affect you to the degree because you're already seeing the end result. 
And if that sale doesn't move forward, you know there's another sale coming that you can work through. So it, it's, it's an extremely powerful, powerful technique. I absolutely love this. And it is actually the one practice that Olympians, black belts, and sales masters practice to achieve their goals. And you will find this in virtually every book that talks about sales mastery. Now, of course, mastery requires this next element, Stephanie. Yes, it does. You know, look, you want to – mastery is not just about – um, addressing, addressing one thing or addressing two things. Mastery is about taking it one thing at a time and getting good at it. And what we're talking about here is you want to become a master at sales. You know, and we're talking about, just so you guys have an idea, take this back to our black belt roots real quick. We have, a, we have the, uh, the master is someone who has spent what? Um, has spent at least three plus two plus three plus four. So they've spent at least 12 years practicing martial arts. They've spent 12 years getting good. And, and i got to tell you guys something. We have six basic kicks. They have spent 12 years doing the same kicks, the same blocks, the same strikes, and getting good at them. That's what a master is. You see, a master focuses on the basics. You can get fancy and falutin and excited and go for the tornado kick of sales all you want to. But if you are not in control of the basics of sales, you're going to struggle. Now, you know, what are the basics? Because that's, that's then the second question, right? Okay, so I've got to master the basics. Well, the basics are lead generation, appointment setting, and lead conversion. And inside of that, it's running the appointment appropriately. Make sure you're properly identifying their needs. Make sure you ask for the sale and make sure you practice that. Because just because you closed one sale or you've come up with one great script doesn't mean you know how to do it right. You could do a sidekick right. Do a sidekick Perfectly. But you know what I've learned? I've seen a lot of students at this point, and I've seen a lot of them who start out really good. And then you know what happens when they get to about orange belt? Suddenly, they they start to get really rough. We'll just say rough around the edges. They start to get rough. Their kicks aren't as high. Their kicks aren't as hard. Their kicks aren't as sharp. They don't chamber quite right. They don't punch as hard. They don't gee up as loud. They don't fight as hard. They start to get comfortable. They're no longer going home and practicing those kicks because they want to make sure they can do it right on the floor. They're no longer going home and practicing their forms because they've got to make sure they've got it right. They've gotten to a point of comfortable. And that's where you start to lose a lot of students. They never make it to, to master because they get comfortable and they stop working at mastering the basics and they settle for being good. And you know what I heard the other day? Good is a great place to start. It is a terrible place to stay. Yeah. 
you know, and 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 what it is 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 they live with the illusion that they're really good. And the one tenet I think that was very powerful and important to me was that as I entered Black Belt, I thought I was supposed to be this really great person. And the fact of the matter is I was told we all we did, Stephanie, was kick. And we didn't do the real fancy stuff. We broke down the basic kicks. And I learned uh-huh. so much in breaking down the basics and just working on the basics, it, you know, because it's, it's that powerful. Um, we're, right. ha- we're a little over halfway through, and I just wanted to invite our listeners to a couple of events coming up with us. One, of course, is our live event in San Antonio, actually a week from today. So we're going to be teaching all of this stuff that we're talking about and more. You're going to walk away with your own scripts. You're going to walk away with um, – a list of the benefits that your customer enjoys, not the ones you like, not the features of your product, but what your customer enjoys. And you're going to walk away with real goals that are going to help you take the two days that we'll be spending with you and putting them into action and making them real live and exciting. And so that you can begin to take the things that we're talking about here and you can you can actually utilize them, and uh, we're going to be there to help you do that. So you want to email me, Anna Jo Scheller at gmail dot com, or contact Stephanie for to see if there's any spots left because I don't know how many spots are left, but I don't think there's very many, are there? Um, well, we actually have um, we had someone email in this morning needing to reschedule for the. Uh-huh. Uh, September seminar. He's had a family emergency come up. So we have one spot that has opened back up. So we were full. We have a spot that's opened back up. If you want to be that last person, reach out to us quickly. Um, The spot is not going to be available for long. I guarantee I've got a list of, of five different people I'm supposed to call this afternoon to talk with them about getting them into that spot. So it will not be open for very long. I guarantee it. Reach out. Get in touch with us. And if you are truly, here's what I tell everybody. I am as dedicated to getting you to this seminar as you are. If you're truly dedicated to finding a way to make this happen, and I see that, we will find a way. We will do whatever it takes to get you in the room next weekend to transform your sales results. Uh, but more than just the live event, Mom, don't you have some kind of boot camp coming up? I do, I do. Uh, it's a four-week webinar series called Black Belt Selling. So we're going to be taking these concepts, we're going to be taking them deep, and we're going to be talking to you about how to actually take these from being just ideas and to actually putting them into practice in your business. Whether you are a business owner, you are a sales professional, an entrepreneur, a womanpreneur, whatever preneur you are. So the way you want to reach out to me is, again, reach out to me at AnnaJoeSheller at gmail.com, and I will send you the link to register for that. And uh, if you mention that you heard us on Black Belt Selling, I will offer you a special discount. So hurry up, give me a call, or shoot me an email, and I'll get you on the list for that as well. Okay, wow, we still have some Thoughts to go? I suppose if we don't get through everything today, we could finish up tomorrow, but we have some exciting guests coming up with us in the next three or four weeks. And so um, 
we want to make sure that we get to those very important people. But um, so we'll talk about the next one. You know, this this next concept, I think, (laughs) this next concept is the idea of having the right focus, which I think is crazy valuable. You know, we get so caught up sometimes in having a focus, and we get so caught up in having a, a place to go, sometimes we forget to make sure that that's the right focus for us. Right, Mom? Oh, yeah. Oh, um, you know, it's a, that's really a very interesting thing. Um, again, getting to black belt and training, I was working with some brand-new students yesterday, and we were teaching these, these young people, probably about nine, ten years old, how to do a jump kick. And so a lot of people do a lot of interesting things when we're trying to teach them how to jump. And this one kid, he kept missing the target. He kept missing the target because he was looking at the ground watching his feet. So I said, here, I want you, we had a target pad in front of him. And I said, I want you to look at the blue. We had the blue turned toward him. And I said, don't worry about your feet. Your feet will do what they're supposed to do if you will keep your eye on the target so mm-hmm. he tried it he looked at the ground again I said up oh, you got to look at the target I want you to look at the target stop looking at your feet don't look at the ground look at the target and I hit the target again so he could hear it and the second time he did that he kicked the pad it wasn't a perfect kick but he got his target the purpose of bringing that up is what is your focus what is your goal when you're talking to people? Your focus uh, has to be stronger than just making money. It yeah. has to be it has to be stronger than that. You have to have the well-being of your customer in mind first. And I love Zig Ziglar. Uh-huh. Zig Ziglar just puts it so well. You can have everything you want if you will help other people get what they want. So you don't need to focus on your needs. Focus on the customer. If you're having trouble uh-huh. with the sales presentation, pull back and go, you know, I don't think I'm understanding what, you, what you're looking for. Please tell me again. Help me to understand. Because when your focus is right, even if that person is not the person to buy from you, you know what's going to happen? They're going to recommend you to someone else because they're going to know someone you can help. Because Why? Because your focus was right because you were trying to help them. Yeah. Now, you know, if you've got any questions on any of these, I would highly recommend hop over to the Facebook group. Get in there and ask your questions. We would love to spend as much time as you need us to answering these. That's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash black belt selling. You know, the next concept that we want to talk about is the idea of being consistent. Consistent in your work, consistent in your efforts, Consistent in your learning, you know, you have to hold yourself to a higher level of accountability. They, they would teach us all the time in black belt training that it's not what you can do when at the beginning of class. It's what you can do at the end of class. Are mm-hmm. you consistent in your stances or when you get tired, do they start to falter? Because you know what that teaches, that reveals, it reveals that it's not a habit. You see, when we've got a habit, it doesn't really matter how tired you are. You're going to do your habit, right? If you brush your teeth before bed every night, you, you would have to be extremely exhausted to not brush your teeth before bed. 
And so being consistent is about, you have to force yourself to be consistent at first, but then it becomes a habit and it takes over. And now you are operating at a higher level of mastery because it's automatic. You know exactly what to do. So being consistent, when you want to talk about being a master of sales, you have to look at the things that people tend to fall off on. And that's the stuff like lead generation, tracking your numbers, um, tracking your, your results, tracking whether or not you're following your scripts. Because until it becomes an absolute habit, we, we don't tend to be consistent. So you have to track yourself. You have mm-hmm. to hold yourself accountable to continue the baseline you've set for yourself. Now, just for the sake of time, I'm going to move us on to the next one. Mom, why don't you quickly take us through the, our second-to-last concept for mindset mastery? Well, this is an extremely important one, and um, I was actually listening to Robin Sharma this morning. I love his stuff, and he made a really interesting comment. He said, you must always keep the mind of an apprentice in order to become a master because once you believe that you have mastered, in other words, if you're no longer teachable, your mastery is no longer applicable. You're not a master unless you're willing to be taught. And um, I recently had a, a very painful experience where we had, we had somebody fourth degree black belt come to our school and um, guy knew his stuff. Absolutely. No doubt, but he wasn't teachable. And ultimately, he was asked to leave our school because he did not want to do what he was asked to do. He thought he was better than everybody on the floor. He was not teachable. And the same thing goes for sales. We know the guys that walk in, and they, are, they, they act like they know everything. And, you know, brush aside, I'm here, I'll take it, I'm taking over. But the fact is that if you will remain teachable, you can learn so much and improve so much because there's always more to learn sales masters very teachable the last one though stephanie and this is one i think a lot of people struggle with because they feel like well if i don't know everything how can i do this and what is that stephanie absolutely you know it's the concept of teaching others we learn a variety of ways we learn by seeing others do it or by hearing others hearing training. We also learn by doing, right? That's the best way to learn. But one of the one of the best in, in my opinion, the best way to learn is to teach it to someone else. You may feel uh, lightly inadequate or you may feel completely inadequate to teach someone else how to do what you're doing. But you know, when you have to start to break down what you're doing when you start to force yourself to really think about what you're doing that produces the results for yourself and put it into words, you see, that's a big key there. Not only do you have to break it down so you know what you're doing, you have to break it down so you can explain it to someone else. And that's the hard part because someone else is sitting here and they're questioning every step. And you – suddenly have to become an expert in your own way of selling. I've, mm-hmm. had, I've had multiple people approach me 
um, other sales trainers across the country approach me asking for advice on, on how to build, you know, where to get leads from, where to build their business, where to start. And I looked at them every time, and every single time I've asked them, where does your sales training program tell you to start? Follow what you teach yourself to do. Follow what you teach others to do. And not only will it, should it produce results for you, if you're working with the right program, it should produce results for you. But more than that, it should also help you become more familiar and master your own ideas, your own products, your own services. If you have to teach someone else, you will become very quickly an expert in what you're doing. There's no way around it. When I was in college, when I was in high school, actually, I I managed to get a job um, tutoring college students in English. And I've always had pretty good, I've always been great as a writer. I've always had great writing skills. Um, My grammar skills could leave a little bit to be desired. (laughs) Um, And then it got to the point where I knew what I was doing for myself, but I couldn't tell you how to do it. And so I've got to tell you guys, when all of a sudden I had to, I couldn't just tell someone this is where the comma goes. Now they want to know, well, why does the comma go there? Why should I do this instead of that? Why are you doing this instead of that? As soon as I started having to explain myself, you know, I had, I had pretty decent grammar skills. I could pick up on when things were wrong. I could pick up on when Stephanie. things were right. Stephanie, Stephanie, I hate to interrupt. Yeah. This is a great story, but we have We're, less than 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't believe. Okay, so I'll, so long story, but it wasn't until until I got into explaining it to others that I was able to understand all of the nuances of it. So real quick, real quick recap. You want to be a master in sales, you have to work on developing the indomitable spirit. You have to build success through visualization. You have to master the basics have the right focus, be consistent, be teachable, and teach others. Join us again next week. We've got some great guests lined up. Can't wait to chat with you guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Check out our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash black belt selling. In the meantime, you get out there and make it a great week. I'm Stephanie here for Anna. We are the black belt sellers of Southwest and Central Texas. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows more isn't always better. Unless we're talking about full-size vans. These beasts do more than get you from A to B. They have so much space a man can live in it. With shag carpeting, waterbed, and a sweet lava lamp, these mobile abodes have all the comforts of home. With quality parts and plenty of Napa know-how, you can keep the original tiny house running longer, stronger. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how.